Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. No, you intro, you intro. I forgot I had to do it. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Testing. Hello and welcome, welcome, welcome back to 30 Flirty and Parathing, Parathing, Parishing, TF and P. It's myself, Sophie Lyons, and yourself, Clara Cavanaugh. Woo! Woo! We're back, back in the building. 2023, kicking it off well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Here we are. Right, we hope you had a lovely Christmas break and a happy new year. We had lovely times off. We were just catching up about it there. Lovely times off. It's so nice checking in with you after such a, an extended period. I know, it was a long time, so we thank you for your patience. 30 Ferdy and Pershing, we are a brunch table girly chats. And we took an extra week of our holiers to do a bit more expert planning because we have some... We're new- giving ourselves a facelift. Yes. Uh, um, Sophie's New Year's resolution was to read more newspapers. And you know what? Our fingers are somewhat on the pulse <laughs> Um, so we kind of wanted to change, enhance, evolve TF&P into more kind of reactive content and kind of talk about what you girls and guys and gays are all talking about around your brunch tables. At the moment. At the moment. Our, we were kind of, I think we did our like philosophical vibe mm-hmm. for a while and now we want to switch it up. We, we've given ourselves a facelift. We have. And we're, so we'll be a current girly affairs podcast. We're still Lit- ke- literal current. <laughs> literal current. But we're obviously still keeping the elements of the show. The OG is still there. She's alive. She's with us. The soul is there. We've just made a few tweakments. The skeleton's there. Yeah. <laughs> she might just have some lipos. Yeah, yeah. So we're going to kick it off with our old fave, Georgia Test. So. But. <laughs> key one we're gonna do one jador or one you test each a week trimming it up everything's trim 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 because no one has any time to listen to stuff anymore <laughs> so um no you go ahead you do your jador or your test Ma, okay so i've gone for a jador this week and first of the year first of the year i'm in the midst of a boozeless butterless cheeseless january so i've replaced that my three favorite things with a lot of a tv and oh my God, am I having a good time. It's a good distraction. I'll just do a little bit of a whistle-stop tour with the main focus. So, watched Traitors on BBC. Oh, you tell me. I loved the trailer. It looked very good. Three hours a night. I still haven't emotionally recovered. And once I do, I'll be watching Traitors US, which is hosted by Alan Cumming. And it's meant to be even more vicious. But it just makes shows like Love Island seem so crap because nothing happens. I'm like, where's the manipulation? Where's the mind games? Strategy. Where's the strategy? Yeah. Yeah. So blitz that. Watched three hours a night for four nights. Got through it. 
Really enjoying Happy Valley also on BBC and then also Drag Race season 15 is out. It is so good. But the main thing that I discovered, so over Christmas, everybody was talking about The Hills and Laguna Beach going on to Netflix. Yeah. Unreal. Anyone who knows me knows that I am the biggest Hills fan ever. I had yeah. I had a, a weird obsession with Lauren Conrad. I'm sure I've talked about this before. Obviously, two seasons is not enough. There's six of them. What Netflix, like, what are you doing? Then I remembered over COVID, Whitney and her husband did these reaction videos. Yes. To the show. And oh my God, it is the funniest thing I've ever watched. He's such a gal. He is He's so invested. But he's such a gal. Oh, it is amazing. And if, I feel like I'm watching it with friends. You know, it's like yeah. a real... It's Gogglebox for the hills. It is the most amazing thing ever. Because when I was watching it, I watched season one and a bit of season two on like on my own with Netflix. There are bits where you're like, oh my God, the fashion, like what are they wearing? And like you want to talk to somebody about it. But oh my God, Timmy and Whitney are like on it. Timmy, that's his name. <laughs> it's so good. And they just... And he was a producer on... The City, um, I think. Yeah. That's how they met, I think. So she peppers it with like loads of insider info about the behind the scenes goss. Then he has a production element, adds that to it. And then he makes the videos and he makes like, you know, they stop and start it. They add loads of like graphics and funny bits. I'm honestly howling going to bed every night. It's so good. And also when you're watching intense things like The Traders and Happy Valley and it's all heavy, heavy, heavy. I'm going to get a nightmare. You throw on an episode of this and you're just laughing yourself to sleep. It's so fun. So nostalgic. I just look back on it with, wow, there's such toxicity in all of the relationships. Spencer number one, Jason number two. But the clothes, like seeing Ledoux again, but the pearl necklaces. Yeah. And Area and LAX and the hard hair bands and the pearl necklaces. Uh, It's just the most heartwarming nostalgia watch. And I can't wait to be like 50 and watching it. It's a snapshot in time. Of like culture. Exactly. And like the mobile phones are so weird. They're all talking about MySpace. Oh, it's just... The flip, it, the flip. Then they got the razors, the pink razor Motorola's. It just makes me, my heart so happy. J'adore. Oh, I want to watch it now. Yeah. So it's really helping me through the boozeless Jan. It's just like, just distract your mind with as much hills with Whitney and Tommy as you can. Love. Mm. So what's your choice? Well, you said three things that you've given up and I was like struggling there in my head of what the three, what the one thing I was going to say is. Mine are three things I've taken on Ooh. in my door. Okay, go on. Number one, a detox juice. Ooh. I, I was away over Christmas and the place we were staying in had this detox juice and you know those green juices are just vile. Yeah, too much kale. Oh my God. So this one had spinach cucumber and a bit of pineapple it's unbelievable wow and i've been having it every day i wake up thinking about it that's my first one so how do you make it sorry just in a blender with a bit of cold water and a bit of ice delicious refreshing i've been telling everyone about it it's so nice and it's still green Mm. but it's not miserable yeah the pineapple adds a certain yumminess yeah and there's nothing that bad in a pineapple no Okay. Yeah. Number two. My second one is anyone who hangs out with me on a regular basis knows how I have a terrible problem with my flyaway wispy hairline. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I sort of get a force field around <laughs> of sort of an Albert Einstein vibe going on. My very good friend Jordan. 
<laughs> it's true. And I couldn't tame it for a, so long. Like a force field. <laughs> it is. But like, if I wake up, all my hair, like everyone says it to me, if they see me ju- that I've just woken up, it's 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 large from like frizz. Um, my very good friend Jordan gifted me with a smooth stick, and I think it's an Irish company. I have a few of them now, and I do not leave the house without it. Oh my god! I put them in my coat pocket when I'm going for a coffee. I'm not joking. It's so good. Someone actually asked my sister the other day what I was using because I was out for dinner with them and they were like, what was on Sophie's hair? Is there gel in it or what does it do? It's like a mascara wand. It doesn't make your hair greasy. It's just tame and control. Oh my God. Yeah, open it there. Give us. Oh, it is like a mascara. Look. Oh. Fantastic. I'd highly recommend anyone who has the same problem. Okay. I think that's an Irish girl who did that. Well, she's a clever um, woman. Yeah, I'll look it up. I haven't actually looked it up yet. And the third thing is, and fresh from last night, I did hot pod yoga last night. What's that? Um, one of my New Year's resolutions was to do either yoga or Pilates. I have an awful problem with my hip and weak glute. I don't know if I've ever said <laughs> it on the podcast. And my physio is like, you need to do Pilates or yoga and build everything up. So I went to this one last night. It's in like an inflatable like vessel. Yeah. You feel like you're in like a womb or like a UFO. It's 37 degrees. So it's hot yoga. It's not Bikram, thank God. Yeah. So it's hot enough that you feel warm. And then when it gets to one point, you're like, okay, this is quite hot. But it's not unbearable. Oh, yeah. And like, I feel amazing. Wow. And are you just doing a normal yoga class within the hot pot? Yeah, it's like you can do whatever level you want. Like it's really, it doesn't really matter. And, is it- and they like close the pot. Oh. So it's like you feel like you're kind of somewhere else. In a womb. It's like kind of purple. Yeah. I think one of my sister's friends said, it feels like you're in a womb. And I was like, that's exactly what it feels like. <laughs> it feels so familiar. <laughs> yeah, that's what it feels like. And is there other, how many other people are in the class? Or is it one person per pod? No, no. Because it's, a, so there's about like, four eight ten plus instructor wow and like my hips feel so great i slept so well last night wow yoga's the best um because i need to stretch more yeah so that's my third go you yeah i think january is a good time to, instead of resolutions yeah giving shit up you should take stuff up it's nicer yeah i just i knew i had to do it but i just kept putting it off mm, i had to be pulled from my buttery abyss like it was just too much like butter was going on everything and if it wasn't butter it was cheese so I like I had to take a long hard look at like just going like are you even enjoying this <laughs> January is a very hungry month isn't it it is you're ravenous it's so cold but it's also because you've eaten more mm. that your body when you start to eat normally again your body goes no 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 no, no. I was, it's sausages for breakfast not not cereal what happened to my post breakfast chocolate yeah, yeah. <laughs> Why is what? No, what is no, this? No, no. <laughs> I don't have a coffee without a pastry. Yeah, yeah. Like what? What is this milk? Where's my crema with my coffee? Oh my god! I honestly really slipped up in the last month and a half mm. with pastries. Yeah, you just get so used to them. So I, I ju- they're like they become they were were a treat, mm. and then it was like a I haven't crossed on. I know, yeah, they're so delicious. It's very hard to get off the bandwagon. But I like, I am enjoying this circuit breaker and I feel like I'll go back now just to more manageable level. 
I just think I was getting a bit out of control. I, I look forward to my popcorn doesn't taste the same. But I must say, like dry January, I've never done it. And it's very boring. You, that's why I'm watching so much telly. It's boring. I'm not a participator personally, but I acknowledge your efforts. Mm. I think it's great. I think this year it was like we have so much to do on the flat. So the hundred quid you're going to spend in the pub on Saturday, that could buy some paint. So, you know, and like this time last year, I don't remember any of the January nights I had. You know, it's like it's not it's not like you're trying to miss. No. It's not like you're trying to skip out in a month of drinking during summertime when loads of bits are on or even like anything after March. I just feel like these ones are boring anyway. So I'd be interested to see if I can actually do. I think I will do it. It's just kind of like you're just running the clock, really. I'm just raging. I can't do a cross on again. I slipped down the hill in like, I'd say mid-November. I started having a cross on. <laughs> I'm raging. Oh, they're so good. They are delicious. It was nice not having your tests. Yeah, although who knows? Like next week could be double your test or your test. But it's kind of nice not moaning. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, no, sorry. If I was gonna have your test, it would be our old. No, you can't. You can't do oh, it. Oh yeah. No, you can do it if you want to go for it. We have a fuse blue in the apartment last night because we have like an old maiden style fuse box in this old flat. Mick was like, no wonder it fucking blew. It's like from the Tudor era. <laughs> it's like, yeah, fair. So in this new format that we're doing in our liposuctioned... Our new TFMP new era. The new beginning. <laughs> yeah, our new chapter. Because we want to keep it relevant, Clara and I have been scouring our newspapers, online publishers, etc., etc., for stuff that's current, that catches our eye. We're going to discuss it. Mm-hmm. Mine this week is something that I have such an interest in. And it's been all over the news for like a month, but there's new stuff coming out every day. And there was a new one today. And I was like, I could not talk about it. Mm-hmm. The subject of Nepo babies. Yeah. It did near. It, it was the. <laughs> I know. It, it's like, just stop complaining. It's like they've all bandied together and gone, poor us. The New York Times did a big a big article in around Christmas Vulture. time. Yeah, and it was saying, oh, like, look at all these. Because like, we've, we've kind of grown up with these kids that are now turning like 18, 21 now. But there's secret Nepo babies that you don't know. And you're like, oh. Mm. And I was looking at them and I was like, oh my God, you're an Epo baby. Anyway, the whole thing I think is really interesting because it's something no one's really been talking about. Mm. But broader, it happens everywhere. It's not just in 100%. the film and television industry or music industry. Mm-hmm. It's happening everywhere, which I think we need to remember. Mm-hmm. But the article that sparked it for me was Noel Gallagher came out today. Yeah. And he was on, um, I think it was Radio X. Mm-hmm. And they were asking him to weigh in because his daughter said... You know, it's human nature for parents to help out their kids, which it is. Mm. And why wouldn't you if you could? And Noel Gallagher was saying, like, I understand what people are saying. And his daughter, I think, obviously filmed his new album recording right. and has made it into a documentary. And they were saying that's obviously nepotism. And he was saying the whole thing about it is, is like she's into photography and stuff like that. And... I said, why don't you come down and record me and, you know, we'll see. But he was like, I only asked her because she's good at it. He was like, if she was no good at it, I wouldn't do it. Yeah. I do beg the question, though, sort of beer goggles, if you will. Like, can you tell if your child's kind of okay at something? Yeah, but you want your kid to be good at it. 
like you can I think you can only really say they're not good at it if it's like singing mm. or like you know because like photography and stuff like that that's all kind of it's art like it's subjective it's completely subjective like as in we'll get into it but like Brooklyn Beckham's photography was slated <laughs> Um, who's the main, my main case study in this <laughs> broader subject. And then she was saying, like, obviously it's human nature, but I just, in my notes, I say, enter the abomination that is Brooklyn Beckham's career path. I need to just sit him down. I sent you a video earlier of, there's a new, there's this Vogue series that I like, and it's like seven days, seven looks, and he did it with his wife, Nicola. And like, it's actually unsettling. <laughs> it is. It's very unsettling. Anyway, so sorry, yeah. his his career to date, age 16, he did a short stint as a pro footballer, yes. which is fair giving that a shot. I get it. Yeah. I didn't actually know he did that. Then it was modeling. Mm-hmm. Then he was a photography student at Parsons in uh, New York. Then he left that after a year because he was homesick. But Sorry, he was, he was an intern with Rankin, who's like this really famous photographer. But apparently loads of people were saying that the people in that studio or whatever were like, this guy's a dud. Yeah, that they got the, the, they were like, he's really incapable, was the article I read. <laughs> incapable. Being called incapable, I think, is like the meanest thing ever. Incapable. It's so mean. It's incapable <laughs> is like on par with calling someone like, you know, when you insult someone and you say you're disgusting. <laughs> incapable. I'm actually, or you're a freak. Um, yeah. Like those words. They're indefensible. Or indefensible and then but also when he was it during his photography career he did a shoot for Burberry for one of their fragrances oh yes yes he did also the brother was a model for it Romeo who's so hot um but after the leaving Parsons he also had a major publishing house um he had a book published via them of his favorite shots that was in 2017 it was something like oh. f- things I like to see. It was called a really weird name. So the the book was called something like What I See. That's exactly it. And it was like nobody bought it. Why would you? Why would you? Unless you're like a little tween. But like he's, it's like, not like. To be fair. But if David Beckham, because he's such a heart, well, was such a heartthrob pre-World Cup. Like people would obviously want to see what David Beckham was taking photos of. But like Brooklyn Beckham is not. At like 17. At 17. Like why do you care? Why do I care what a no. 17 year old thinks is cool? But then one of them I remember seeing it because everyone was ripping the piss out of it. It was like a blurry silhouette of an elephant. Yeah. And then the like caption underneath was like elephants in Kenya. It was a really bad photo piece. And the caption was elephants in Kenya. So hard to photograph, but incredible to see. <laughs> we move on. But they're not Brooklyn. A, they're like, oh my God, that's so dumb. They, Whoever the biggest like signed ever. these things off <laughs> should oh be uh, put on a performance review. No, you just can't take a photo. These, that's like the biggest animal in the world. You can't take a photo. Of so it. hard to photograph, but just beautiful photograph. to see. Then why are you putting in your book if you can't take a photo? Go, go away. <laughs> but then cooking with Brooklyn, I find this ridiculous number. So it's a social media series. I think I've sent a few, you a few of them because they're like, people are slating them. There was one with the steak and the butter. Three pounds of butter on one steak yeah. and they didn't even cook and, it. And yeah, some of his answers for stuff of why he uses certain ingredients and stuff. The poor thing, I feel bad for him. But mm. anyway, this is a social media series. It has a staff of 62 people and the series, it said, it said an episode, which I'm not sure would that be the case, was 100K. 
and they have five chefs I think on hand there's dozens of people helping dozens and dozens it's like a TV show 62 a social media series but it's also come up with a better title Cooking with Brooklyn oh god do you know I feel bad but like do you know what I saw online that people are calling him Nepo Spice he is the quintessential Nepo baby (laughs) I know, a little Nepo spice. I feel bad though, like I just want to give him some advice and just be like, calm down, like you don't need to try everything. But why is everything... I like the Nepo babies that are kind of in the dark, like in the background. Yeah, and they're actually letting, you know, if they, you know, if they change their name, you know, that kind of a thing. Like, it's like, they don't want to be known for their parents' success. Because it's like... That's the ultimate cool move. Yeah. Side note, Brooklyn actually said he invented double barreling. This guy just needs to go. Like, why is all of his careers like so front facing? Like, just take a minute. You don't need to do everything so publicly, and then you but don't that's say what stupid I think he's shit. Getting so slated, like, just people are liking bullying. He him sees in. this. Like, he clearly sees all this stuff. Like, would he not just step back for a sec? Yeah, and then also he's cool. But when you say things like "I invented double barreling," like when you you're young, you don't understand. Maybe you haven't done your research or whatever you would know not to say that it's just I think it's his youth as well 100% if I was f- like filmed saying something I thought when I was 23 oh I'd hate to see I s- I've said stuff in the last year in the podcast that now I'm like oh Jesus like, yeah yeah and imagine to like you know? to a following of like bajillions that can have it saved and replayed like no. and then news and articles he made that breakfast sandwich on the today show no but then he also, did you see that thing where he got stopped and he was in this McLaren car and it's like over a million pound car? No. And this guy is like, what do you do that you can drive this car? And he was like, oh, I'm a chef. And he got rinsed. Rinsed. He should have just said, he should actually take the piss out of it and go, I'm an Epo baby. And be like, fair play. It's Or just be like, I'm a Beckham. I'm a Beckham. That's your career. But it's like, they're also like, they're not talking. Oh yeah. What is this dark secret? They're not talking. So he's kind of fallen out with his family because Nicola Pell. She's obviously causing a problem. Right. So like he didn't even see them at Christmas. How do you? Oh my God, that's so sad. Yeah, it's really sad. But then they'll say it like in, I went on Victoria's Instagram there. Yeah. And she's like, missing you, Brooklyn. Ooh. It's very, it's very cutthroat. Like, it's amazing. Oh, sorry. Also, he has a Saki brand. Of course he does. He needs to stop like cosplaying all these careers and just like take a moment, take a breath. You don't need to work and stop doing everything That's so That's what publicly. the article said on ah. Daily Mail literally about 10 minutes ago. It said he's cosplaying. He's just using his name and his brand. It's just like... Because I get wanting a hobby, but like it's not like he needs to make money off it. No. It's... So it's like just do your hobby. Because he's chopping and changing so much, it's like you're not really like giving it enough time to let like skill evolve. It's like he's just changes his mind all the time with like no attention span. I wonder who his agent or whatever it is. I'd say his like, hand me downs. I'd say he's in that Beckham house of Beckham, whatever they use. But then um, on that Vogue thing, he was like, "Oh, these are Nicola's dad's jeans." I was all. God, he's so vacant. Two pairs. He's dead behind those he's eyes. He's not well in that video. He's not well. I urge anyone listening to watch it because it's actually very uncomfortable. We'll link it in the show and notes. We'll, it will motivate you to 
keep going. Let's keep going. And also to be like, spare a thought for poor Brooklyn. Because he is getting awfully yeah. bullied. But my whole thing with those Nepo babies, it's like, they're like, you don't know how hard it is. And it's like, yeah, I, I do understand being a Nepo baby, You act the, the, your, the expectations on you are higher. Because if you are the daughter of two rock stars, when you inevitably get your foot in the door because you want to be a rock star too, the pressure on you is almost higher because of who your parents are. So it is like you have a different expectation, but the doors are still open for you. You have to acknowledge that, that you're getting in front of all the right people and you can't just complain that you want to be taken seriously and it's still just as hard for you. I just hate when they complain. Well, I have the best closing quote on this topic. Go on. A Nepo baby. I don't know who she's the Nepo of, but she's an actor. Her name's Jess Elgin. Yeah. And this is like, this is so, so exactly how I feel. She goes, yes, I am the child of a celebrity and I'm very grateful for the opportunities that have obviously, that it has obviously afforded me. Mm. Then we're okay. But I, then she goes, I think it's when there's a denial of the situational difference is what irks me. Just the facade of grinding. That's it. It's like when they, they've made up that they've had to grind. And it's like, you haven't? You haven't. It's like, we don't care. This happens in every, but it happens in every industry. Mm. It does. It happens in law in Ireland. It happens like accounting, anything. Yeah. Like it happens everywhere. So I don't, that I, that doesn't bother me. Mm. Yeah, no, it absolutely happens everywhere. And I suppose just the Hollywood is an easy example because it's so clear. But I just, it is, it's the facade of grinding. Like, and then also like by employing your son on a film you're putting someone out of a job who's worked so hard to get there yeah but you can't really control like it'll never really change because but that's life that's life but the, the thing is well it might not change but like the Nepo babies are just going to get a harder and harder time I think or something I don't know they'll be fine yeah they'll just cry into their wad they'll cry into their wads of cash anyway my thoughts are with Brooklyn <laughs> yeah poor vacant Brooklyn <laughs> I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com achieve today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. So one thing I've noticed about since the, we turned into the new year, does that make sense? Since 2023 has come upon us, I have just noticed there's just been a shift in the energy in my news cycle. And that is one that I just, I can't stop noticing. I just think 2023 is the year of the truth tellers. People have had enough. <laughs> oh my God, that's so true. <laughs> they have had enough. 
and they are just sick of it. We're you're done. <laughs> you're done. We are post pandemic. People are like, I'm not wasting my time doing shit I don't want to. It's the year of the whistleblower. Yeah. <laughs> it is. There is so many examples, and we're we're like what? Just gone halfway through January. And there has been so many examples. We kicked it off with Prince Harry telling her truth, speaking her gospel, <laughs> talking about like Todgers being frostbitten, like all the salacious, ridiculous details of his life that are just... Looper. Yeah. Bl- stop talking. Just stop, stop talking. talking. It's so overloaded and it's so tone deaf. Stop complaining about... Be a bit classy. Dare I tell a royal? <laughs> yeah, I know. It was very like... Daily Mail for a royal. Someone someone called it verbal diarrhea to me and I was like, that is exactly mm. what it is. And what perplexes me about the two of them is like, obviously it's a complete overload with the Netflix thing and then Harry doing his book. They're just too close together. No one had time to get over anything. And then it was just like, I didn't get the palace room I wanted. It's like, okay, well, people are choosing between heating and eating. So you need to just be a bit more... Kim, there's people that are dying. There's, exactly. That's what I feel like saying. There's people dying. But I think you eventually get their point of the British press. It's in there somewhere, but you have to consume a lot of their content to get it. But what I wonder is, while they are speaking, Harry especially is speaking his truth, (laughs) I just don't know where they'll be in five years. They're going to still be talking about this like palace shit in five years. So maybe they're just like, they know that they probably won't make any money. Now's the time to make hay. They're not, it's like they're trying to be one of the Obamas, get into that realm of Hollywood. But neither of them have the gravitas to back it up. He's thick and she's like, you know. I, My mum the other day, we were talking about this. Yeah. And I, someone had told me that he apparently was very thick. Mm. And I go to my mum, apparently he's very thick. And my mum was like, Sophie, please don't use that word. <laughs> and I was like, what? And she was like, I just, it's not a nice word. <laughs> Whoops, sorry. I think calling someone thick and then I was like, all right. Here we go. But I've heard the same. Another one was the Prime Minister of New Zealand. She came out, Jacinda Ardern. She's not Jacinda Ardern. You know, I just think she had such an honest way. Now, I know she, she just retired, I think, like eight or nine months early. And it's just like, we can actually play a clip. I am leaving because with such a privileged role comes responsibility. The responsibility to know when you are the right person to lead and also when you are not. I just like how honest she is. I just think that that's like, you know, she's like, I've got nothing left in the tank. I have to give it. This deserves it my all and I just can't give it. And like she's taken that country through like COVID, through terrorist attacks, through volcano explosions, you know, bad weather. Just think I'd be really sad if I was New Zealand, uh, a Kiwi today, because it'd be sad that she was gone. But I'm glad she was honest about you know, stepping down. Yeah, because she was saying about her baby and stuff as well. Yeah. She's fabulous. Taking her to school, wanted to get married to her husband. Event, or, so fair. <laughs> married to her husband. That's all I want to do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then another explosive truth teller. There was two that kind of came out at the same time. But oh my God, did I lose my shit. It was Shakira's explosive new song and Miley oh. Cyrus. And isn't there... T- Miles I Wow. Wow. The little tidbits of that music video. The Easter eggs. Watch. Oh my God. It's unbelievable. It's so good. I love her. With Taylor Swift, like you come to expect all the Easter eggs and it's up to the Swifties to like figure it out. It's like a cute little game that they play. But with Miley's one, it's like so obvious in some of them, you know, the way the 
So the chorus of the song is like, it's the reworded of one of Bruno Mars songs, If I Was Your Man. Is that the name of the song? Oh, is it? Yeah. And apparently, so Liam Hemsworth dedicated that to her, When I Was Your Man. And Liam Hemsworth dedicated that to her and always says it's like their song, even though it's a song of like, after you've broken up. So she reworked the chorus for that, for that song. So I can buy my... So she's like, I can buy myself flowers. And then the Bruno Mars song oh, is... Oh, yeah. I should have flowers. And oh, held your hand. Good. Oh, it's so good. The other Easter eggs in it are... It was released on his birthday. Yeah. At the beginning of the video, she's in that gold, cool gold yeah. dress with her hair and the sunnies. At the very beginning of the video, she does this kind of butt dance. And apparently... So, you know, there's that horrible moment on the red carpet where... Yeah, he's like behave yourself behave yourself and she goes like fuck it and she just kind of licks him and he gets really mad but she does this kind of dance move and then, and then he's like behave yourself behave yourself and then she licks him and then so her doing the dance move at the beginning of the video in the gold is her recreating that and then later on in the video she's dancing in a suit and it's a replica yeah. of what he wore on that night it was some Avengers premiere and the house is the house he cheated in her with office. 14 women Oh, How many? 14. Like, imagine having, like, a cheating house. That's so good. He gross. doesn't seem like a pig. Yeah, well, he is. Well, he must be, he but, says, like, oh, I love her. On one end of the stick of getting back at your exes, you have Miley, who's doing, like, to the untrained ear, to the non-Miley fan, you just be like, oh, here's another breakup anthem. I don't need you, blah, blah. But it just takes a bit of digging to figure it out. Then on the other side of the, on the other end of the stick, you have Shakira, who released that song. Did you hear it? He's an awful pig, he, isn't he? Gerard Piquet. He did Ay, some... Ay, Dios mio. He did some dirty dog shit. So that film, I just love the Latin Americans. They just get so behind everything. But can we just, just stop? Who cheats on Shakira? I know. I know. If someone's cheating on her, like there's no hope for the rest of I know. Us. And they have two kids and they were together 10 years. But you know, she said the reason she didn't really want to actually marry him like mm. via the stage and stuff. She was like, I don't want to be someone's wife. I want them to see me as like this sexy girlfriend. And mm. like, she's so modern. Yeah, she's a modern one. And she's... And the belly dancing. Yeah. And uh, you know, guess what the girlfriend's called? She's 22. She's 23. What? Her name's Clara Devo. <laughs> I swear it's not me. <laughs> Swear it's not me. Did you see he had her in the room on an interview and she turned out to be in the background and this is like months, months ago when they were together. What? Yeah, I saw it somewhere and they were saying he was on some Zoom call or something and someone was in the background and it's unearthed that it was your one and this was a while ago when they were together and seemingly happy. Oh my God, that's crazy. So you know, who knows how long it was going on for? And did you hear what he did then? Yes. Yeah, so she, she said in the, is this what, so she, in the video, she goes, you swapped a Ferrari for a Twingo and you swapped a Rolex for a Casio. Yeah. Oh, so yeah, good. And he showed up to practice. In a Twingo and he's gotten a Casio sponsorship. Absolutely loser. Loser. But they're saying now that Casio have got made $70 million in media exposure and um, Rolex have made 40 million. But yeah, it got like 60, the video has like, got 63 and a half million views in one day. God bless the Latinas. So good. They really get behind their girl Shakira. 
Good. He's yeah, big. broke loads of records. Broke some YouTube's record for the most amount of views for that like category of music. But but it's so funny, right? Okay, so getting back at your ex or taking the high road, you can call them out like Shakira did, or you can be a bit like subtle, more subtle and just a bit kind of vague like Miley is. Those gals must feel so fucking good. Because like Shakira's now making back all that money that the fucking Spanish authorities are chasing her for. I, I don't know, it's kind of interesting revenge on, say, romantic partners or even like friends to a certain extent. It's always harder to take the high road and say nothing or else sometimes you just want to like lay out all their laundry and just throw it from the balcony and burn shit. Yeah, like she does show her like Latina spice and that, doesn't she? Mm. See, the thing is, I didn't know any of that about Liam Hemsworth. Yeah, and then this was... And almost... I kind of like that I'm learning it via her music video. Yeah, and like... It's a bit like Cry Me A River, if you will, but that's obviously not nice now, but do you know what I mean? Yeah, but uh, if we remember Miley at that time, everybody was like, oh, she's gone crazy, she can't stop licking everyone and twerking and blah, blah, blah. And then they were calling her a lesbian. But we were all saying like, oh, Miley's the reason, like he's such a good guy, like his brother's Thor and he's just this lovely Australian guy and she's way too, way too crazy for him and it's just... It's like that wasn't what's going on at all. And she sat in the long grass and she waited and she's like, I'm going to write a fucking killer breakup song. She's an icon. Mm, yeah. Because like with my... Oh, hell, Miley. Yeah, yeah. My mom always says, respond, don't react. And I suppose on one end... Oh, my God. That's it's a good, a good one, isn't it? And that time. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> sometimes when I want to write like an angry email, I'm like, wait in the long grass. Just you should respond. always wait till the next day. Yeah. And I suppose, but like for in fairness, for Shakira, it's really her reacting has really worked because it's like the best song ever. And then same for Miley, like it's so good. But I remember once getting or like trying to get revenge on people, but I don't know. I'm just not good a good good at it. I feel too guilty. <laughs> it's I think sometimes revenge is sweet and it's always better served cold. But I just love these two takes on revenge of these two absolute truth tellers, and this year this 2023 i hope for more of people taking no more shit and just keep giving me the tea giving us the tea because i just think people are being more honest like look at kate blanchett at the the critics choice awards being like why the hell am i here let's stop the patriarchy stop awards i'm like yes more love the stop the patriarchy more of this chaos exactly the patriarch pyramid everyone's like what are you talking about but we love it i just want (laughs) this is chaos it's truth, and I'm loving it. Storm in a teacup. Yeah, tea in a teacup. <laughs> yeah, love that. Okay, well, that wraps up episode one of New Year, New TFMP. We hope you've enjoyed it. Before we go, I have a quick recommendation. One more piece of content uh, that I think you'll enjoy, hopefully, Sophie, is I discovered a podcast called Celebrity Memoir Book Club. Dramatic. I'm writing this down as well. Dramatic pause. We'll link it in the show notes. I found it because obviously my Hills Buzz, they dissect Audrina's memoir. She goes into mad bitching about my dearest Elsie, Lauren. She And then she goes into all her relationships, like Justin Bobby, the works. It's quite sad actually she's been treated pretty awfully uh, romantically but that episode's amazing there's a Matthew Perry one. Oh my god is he an arsehole and then I'm now episode two out of three into this L- Leah Remini 
Scientology deep oh, dish. She's constant. Oh my god, I'm at Tomcat's wedding. J Lo is there. They're trying to seduce. The screaming. The screaming. The screaming baby. Poor Siri on the floor and no knew what to do. Oh my it's, Siri. Yeah, yeah. Siri. Oh, Siri. Excuse me. <laughs> Sorry, Siri. But I couldn't recommend. It's such a great listen. Pop culture's finest. And they open it with, like, we read the book so you don't have to. They've done one actually on Harry's, the spare one, and it's like two and a half hours. So they really go into it. I'm going to go on this. Yeah, well. so je recommend. Thank you so much for that. Je recommend. No problem. All right. Well, thank you so much. We'll talk to you next week. Toodles. And don't forget to follow us oh, on yeah. Instagram <laughs> at Soph underscore Lions at Classy Cabana. Thank you so much. We'll talk to you next week and hope you have a very good rest of your day or evening. Woohoo! Cheerio. Toodle pip. <laughs>